Previously on Not Another Nat One. We find ourselves back at the walls of Vesthelm, but this time on the interior side, uh, our parties has made some good roles, some good decisions uh, that have gotten them this far to keep the missed wolves at bay. But at that, we will need initiative to be rolled for the first time. So as we ready for battle versus these wolves, you do see a large black coated five legged mist wolf round the corner. Carl just lets out like at the as his rage is fading. The first time he's ever like had a battle like this, he just lets out like one last like. Ah! Yeah, buddy. Ah. Is everybody okay? Wow, Carl, that was something. This is the best thing I've ever drank in my life. What is this? I I, I know it's coffee, but why is it so different? We had talked about getting back out and going to investigate the crystal, but before that can happen, we need to sleep. This is, we've been up way too long, and I think we're, we're halfway to fucked, pardon my language. I understand. I haven't, I haven't slept yet either. I think I'm due now that you're all back. In the morning, come and find me if you want some breakfast or anything. I don't, uh, I'm taking care of the rest of the kids here too. I think I'm probably going to be making sure everybody stays safe, so... Well, you, you let me know if those kids need protecting. So I did I did the math. You're 16. I'm not going to... This is just between you and I. I'm not letting the other guys know. He's like staring at the corner of the tent out of the corner of his eyes. He's like facing you, but not looking at you. It's like shadows are everywhere. They, they got him. They got who? Everyone. They're all gone. What are these shadows? They take the bodies. Like, as soon as you walk outside, uh, someone taps you on the shoulder, and then you see them walk around the side of the tent. I haven't been honest with you guys about something. I'm a spy. Hey y'all, what's going on? This is Not Another Nat One. We are an actual play D&D podcast where we roll some dice and are never, ever, ever very effectively concise. Uh, my name <laughs> you're, is... you're right. You're yeah. right. <laughs> we talk way too loud. I don't like too much, much here. <laughs> my name is Andrew. I'm playing Carla Connis, the bugbear barbarian. Hey friends, my name is Sam Allen. I am playing Clickbait, the Verdan Warlock. And let me tell you something. A great injustice has been done to me today. How how so? How so? Don't our, believe him. Our beloved DM Keith <laughs> has been handing out buffs to <laughs> quite literally everyone but me. So have you ever considered it's just because you're you're too incredible already? Yeah, you're already better than the rest of us, Sam. No, my character's three foot nine. <laughs> yeah, short kings can get shit done. <laughs> I guess so. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Alex Smith. I am playing the pedantic professor, Dr. Sidus Sercator. Um, last time, Sidus 
was given his happy juice for the first time in his life. He's very excited to finally have been introduced to Vesthelm coffee. Oh, the good shit. I have found that out. I have found that out. And I am Chase Ezel. I am not your boy. I am your alumni association rep. How about the donation? <laughs> oh my God. Do y'all, do, are y'all part of your alumni association no, at your they've high, college? they've enough money from me. Yeah, I am. What's college? Well, you work at... Juicy. Well, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Let's all dock Sam. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Damn. You can bleep it. <laughs> no, just blare it. Just, just bleep like, it in post. You work at... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, I just I love that you're assuming that everyone at the table has gone to college. <coughs> I'm Keith. <laughs> I haven't finished Keith. <laughs> I'm playing Barry, the straight shooting, rooting, tooting, Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger from Best Helm, who uh, loves his family and his little pet dragon, Josh. Wait, his pet Drake, Josh. Of course, and I am Keith, the benevolent DM who probably won't kill you today, but might. Um, we guys, are we ready to play some D&D? Yes, but that is not very comforting. (laughs) (laughs) In Vesthelm, the frozen city, you find yourselves atop the wall guard's outpost. You outlook to see mist covering what was once a protected city limiting your view of what would be snow-covered peaks of buildings. In front of you, Click has brought you together to let you in on some information. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, like I said, I'm a spy. What, what does that mean? Yeah, you need to elaborate yeah, right I... there, friend. Um, imagine a good thief. Not like good as in like good at thieving which which I am but like a good person who thieves information for other people well I'm familiar with the concept of a spy more of who are you spying for on oh well I hmm you know as as much as I would like to talk to you guys about that I I can't that's not only is that, well, A, that's against the rules, and B, magically, I am unable to talk to you about it. But I can say we do need to get back to my base because, well, not my base, the agency's base, but anyway, get back to base to see if there's anything they can do for us. Where is that? It's, uh, it's on the eastern part of town, so it's... A little ways from here, um, especially now with no protection, but we could probably get there in half a day, maybe. Well, we've uh, got two crystals and a handful of badasses, and uh, Astra did say our next step needs to be getting some information. I would assume a spy agency specializes in that. So you're you're a spy agent, and you're sent to spy on people, right? Uh, yes. Okay, and your boss gave you money to invest in my expedition? Uh, yes. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Now, if you don't mind me asking, and also no, no offense, Professor, no, that, why, yeah. why, why him? He was just another name in a folder, and I 
got handed his folder. Well, damn, that makes me feel really good <laughs> about myself. <laughs> uh, you're doing good. Don't worry. Well, I've got this coffee now, so I'm so a different you're person. You're doing really good. Also, they're going to want to see him. And I point to Carl. Why? Um, we could use somebody like you with your skill set. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, that's fair. Fla- that's very flattering. But I, I do, I do wonder. You work for an organization that trades in secrets, and you didn't know, have any idea that this was going to happen. That's a very good question. Um, my role at the agency, I am not the highest on the uh, old totem pole. I'm kind of toward the middle. So I don't get all the I don't get all the top secret cataclysmic event stuff. I get the go spy on this random ass professor sort of stack. He's not he's not he's not a random. He's he's a pretty big, big deal. Sidus blushes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, let's well we can uh, I guess let's go there if they're still intact. Yeah, I reckon we've been talking enough. We need to hit the road while we still got some daylight. Uh, as you guys are talking, kind of, uh, I assume you want to make sure you have all your supplies before you head out. Um, Barry Astrid comes up to you uh, as you're collecting supplies to head out, and she has a flyer in her hand and uh, holds it towards you. Uh, what's this, Astrid? Uh, since I'm sending you out for information, I. This fellow came by uh, right before everything hit the fan, and he told us something was going to happen, but he didn't know what, and he didn't know how to elaborate, but that we should be prepared for anything. He's, he's the reason why I, I, I decided it wouldn't hurt to be prepared, and he's the reason that I collected all the crystals and was able to get as many people here ready for defense as possible. Uh, if he knew this was happening, he might know more. Um, so if you see him anywhere, uh, might help you gather some information about what's going on. Now, is the flyer like a, a picture of a guy, just a name? The flyer is of a picture of an attractive person. They have long silver hair, looks like it is uh, scratched in, as well as what looks like very light eyes. They're, it's in black and white. Um, but she kind of points at stuff. It's like, uh, they had silver hair and these silver eyes that you could just fall into. Oh, yeah, that'd be easy to recognize. Uh, did they give you any inkling of where they were heading? They seemed like they were going around warning everybody, trying to let everyone know that something was going to happen, but a lot of people were treating them like they were a mad person, but they didn't seem crazy. They just seemed worried. Well, I reckon they were pretty right with, uh, this and Barry just kind of gestures to the city. Um, all right, Astrid, I'll uh, keep an eye out for them. I appreciate it. you, and mom. Stay safe, keep Finn close by. Y'all protect each other. I can't lose y'all. Okay, well, you be safe out there, brother. I'll uh, I'll hold down the fort. You don't have to worry. All right, I know I don't. You got this under control. And with that, I Barry gives her a hug and walks back to the group and holds out this flyer specifically to Click. Hey, uh, Click, do you recognize this person? Apparently they they came to the uh, 
to Astrid and said something was about to happen shortly before everything happened. DM Keith, do I recognize this person? <laughs> uh, click. Uh, you do. You recognize this as Lunir. Uh, they are one of the upper brass of the Libran agencies. They work with uh, Hank kind of on the top-notch, uh, highest level of info-gathering and problem-solving, which makes it strange that they would be out delivering messages. It, it must have went... This problem must have went south very quickly. Oh my god, this is... This is Lunir. Um, they're one of the better agents um, in the agency, but this doesn't make sense. You said that, that they were just shouting... Yeah, that they, something's. They went around and were warning the wall guard that something was about to go down. Astrid said that this person was going around talking to everybody, and most people wrote them off as mad. But Astrid took their warning to heart and organized some crystals around to just be safe. Well, this just makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, we we need to leave. All right. Well, let's uh let's get going. Besides, you got enough coffee. Yeah, it's endless. Oh, yeah, great. that the thing is endless, and he just pours some of it on the ground. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, as, as you guys are uh, collecting your things, uh, you see, you see uh, Carl come out of a tent off to the side. Uh, Keith uh, it is uh, I don't remember her name, but is Barry's mom around? Tiskew. Uh, you have enough time to locate her. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, as these conversations are happening, after after we got done with with Click's revelation, uh, when as we're like gathering our things to get going, I go to try to find her. You find Tiskew at the young person's kind of area where she is, kind of keeping track of all the younger people. Okay. Uh, I I come up behind her. Um, and just and just kind of like clear my throat. <clears> throat> hello, ma'am. Oh, hello, dear. Did you did you come to help? Uh, no. We we uh we're about to to head out. We we have a another another mission to take care of. Uh, I just I just can we can 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 we step outside? Sure, dear. We can uh. Uh, come, come, come over here. And uh, she leads you kind of to uh, a separate tent where no one is inside. It's like, uh, what, what can I do for you, honey? Uh, nobody, nobody knows who I am or, or, or how old I am. Um, I'm new in this city. Uh, I'm, I, I don't want to get in trouble. Can we, you're not gonna. You're not gonna tell anybody, right? You're. N- you poor thing. If, if it's important to you, I guess I can. I. I can keep it to myself. Are you? You said you're going out. You mean you're going outside the city? This. This. The wall. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm going with the, the same group that we came in with. With with uh, your son, Barry. Um, we have a. We have another mission we gotta take care of. Listen, I, I've I've been waiting my whole life to be a part of an adventuring party that does something important like this. Um, 
and I just I, I don't I don't want it I don't want it to be taken away from me oh oh son it's I, son I saw I saw what you did to those misbeasts I know you can take care of yourself uh, Barry and Astrid were killing misbeasts when they were younger than you I, I I think you can take care of yourself but you do need to tell them son like they, they I think they trust you I don't I don't think it would bother them that you're a young fella. Just, you might, uh, you don't have to. And I'm not, I won't tell anyone if you don't want me to, but you should tell them. Okay. Well, thank you. I kind of instinctively give her an awkward hug. Like halfway through, I realize that this is weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, it immediately <laughs> turns into a very comfortable hug. Like it, it's like you you think it's gonna be slightly awkward, and it just instantly melts into just a warm, comforting, uh, I support you, son. Hug. About that time, y'all hear Barry from outside. Hey, ma, ma, where you at? We're leaving, ma. She pats <laughs> you on the back and's like, mm, "My favorite son's calling." I'm- oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you go out first. You go out first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Carl. Chi <laughs> Chi like like gives you like a, a a sweet look and pats you on the shoulder and walks outside. Uh, you guys head to the edge of the wall. There are some ladders that lead down. All of the stairways and entrances have been barricaded to create this place of safety. So you will have to pretty much rope ladder climb down onto the ground level. Right, you guys have received all the supplies you need for a journey. You have maps and rations and are ready to venture into the mist that is in the city. Do y'all want to see something that I learned in school? Sure. Sidus jumps off the side of the wall. Well, it was fun while we laughed. That's it. He's dead. He's, he's gone. I'm rolling up a bard now. No, no, no. He cast Featherfall on himself right before he hits the bottom. Awesome. Yeah, you guys, uh, he says, you want to see something cool and then jumps off the wall. Like, what, do, what do you guys do? Uh, yeah, I rush to the edge of the wall, look down, and just like do the cross, even though Barry's not Catholic. <laughs> Uh, anyone who rushes to the edge of the wall sees Sidus just free falling all the way till he's about two feet off the ground and then just like slowly hovers uh, the rest of the foot down to land <laughs> safely on the ground. Yeah, Barry yells down, good use of a spell slot. We've got a rope. <laughs> Click, Click looks at Carl and just whispers, show off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a guy who casts some weird electricity thing all the way into the woods for no reason. No, there was a reason. To show off? No, to show off how powerful <laughs> I am. <laughs> and that was a cantrip. <laughs> hey guys, uh, there's, I forgot that there's not a crystal down here, so can y'all come down here? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Yo, just dogs <sighs> are just biting him when we get down there. He, he's got his hands around his mouth and he's just shouting. <laughs> Me next, <laughs> and make you use another. Spell and then slot I would have to use another spell slot on you. He has four spell slots. There's four of us. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. For real though, Barry starts rappelling down very quickly. 
Okay, awesome. Yeah, the the there's so many crystals on the wall. If you like squeeze yourself against it, you can keep. That's from exactly being, what I was doing yeah. too. Just <laughs> right up against it. Just barely keep yourself from like alerting every misbeat in this vicinity <laughs> that you're there. And uh, Barry, you rappel down kind of as quick as you can in rescue mode and expand the area, safe area around him. Hey, Barry, thank you for that. Well, I mean, you could have just come down with the rest of us on a rope. I'm trying to prove myself to the group. You don't need to, man. You're a very smart professor. You have worth even if it's outside of battling. Hmm. Everybody's got their own thing. Thank you. And yours is that big old brain of yours. And Featherfall. Yeah, but you did not use that big old brain of yours when you decided to jump down the wall and use a spell. Hmm. So. As, my, as my feet hit the ground from the rope, I say, I think you sold a coffee. It's, it's, it's doing things to his head. Yeah, he has a plus 18 to everything now. So that was my buff. That was my buff. Is Wait, is that... Re- is, are you serious? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was about to quit. Sidus is about to go fight God right now and I win. I was so mad. <laughs> uh, but uh, Carl does said, did, did you... I know last, uh, last time we encountered anything out here in the mist that we're about to walk into... That you were reading a lot. Did you find anything useful in there for our next encounter? Yeah, I think that I found a couple of different spells that might work. Um, Let's just hope that they fire off when they need to. Okay. Well, let's. Click, I assume you rappelled down with them and are on the ground level. Yeah. Barry, will you give me, I assume you're going to lead people. You've explained the library. It's the Eastern... It's literally called the Eastern Library. Yeah, I thought I'd like just go up front and lead uh, people. Yeah, you know the way, but you don't know Mist Beast. So you're still oh, going to yeah, probably yeah. want uh, the scout to lead the way. Yeah, I feel like Click gets out in front and then Barry says, uh, I know this is kind of your thing. L- let me be the first one they hit, though. Hey, pat him on the shoulder. Let me, let me pose something. Click, why don't you just get on his shoulders? Just speak into his ear like an ASMR. No, thank you. Okay. (laughs) That would inhibit my access to my bow. Hey, uh, Barry, I respect you wanting to take lead, but, you know, if this time you could actually hit the Miss Beast, that would be cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. Barry, can you give us a survival check to find the best route to the Eastern Library? Can do. That's going to be a 16. Not bad. Uh, it's going to take you a while to get there. It took you a long time to get from the Dragon's Breath to the wall. This place, to navigate it safely, you must go slow. You must be careful. You need to make roundabout treks to get to places. It's going to take you a good six hours. And it's going to be ears and eyes wide open the entire time. And now, Sidus, let's pour up a cup of that coffee for everybody because we all need to be on high alert. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I offer out as much coffee to anybody that wants some. What is what remind me what the coffee does? Cuz doesn't have it doesn't it, it have a mechanical benefit? Uh, it has it? a mechanical benefit for whoever is attuned to the endless decanter. If you fill it full of coffee, you have advantage on a single concentration check if you're attuned to it. Oh, awesome. So I'm the only one. Cool. Only you. Everyone else is just coffee. Yeah. But it's good coffee. I this you, is some you have good to good hot water. <laughs> <laughs> you get that good, good bean juice. Um, so 
click. We're headed to this library. Um, is it a place where I'm? I'm assuming that there are secrets and things like that. Are we going to have to not go in? Or are we going to be invited into the underground? Yeah, I mean, it's not like a vampire situation where he we like we have to <laughs> like you have to be invited in. I uh, guess yeah, yeah. You, you'll be with me um, and the other my associate that I was chatting with earlier didn't didn't mind that I brought you also. Y'all should be good. I'm assuming this is a hands-off kind of thing. Like, don't touch anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, don't touch anything. That would be good. Well, okay. I will say, the world is kind of ending at the moment, and if uh, Miss Bees burst through a wall and all I have is a vase to throw at it, I'm throwing the vase. Yeah, well, vase is gone. Yeah. I meant more like I can't Take, read the books. Like, yeah. I can't pull books off shelves and look at authors and things like that. Correct. Well, I don't know if manifest about professors coming into town is really that useful anymore anyway. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> like five minutes later, as, we, as we're uh, walking down alleyways and walking through shadows, I, 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 pull, I pull aside his back for a second and whisper in his ear. As I brandish my giant hammer, you can touch anything you want. It's fine. Can I roll something to see if I heard that? Uh, yeah, you're very he's you're very capable. So you can roll a perception check to see if you kind of actually roll. You can keep that perception check you just rolled, but roll an insight first. It's an eight. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't you don't catch them falling back. You uh-huh. think it's uh. Just like a standard kind of corner check situation. You got me this time, Bugbear. <laughs> I, I cast message back at um, Carl and just say, if you see anything with my name on it specifically, because I think that you're right. What you were telling me the other morning about click and something fishies, I'm connecting those dots too, my man. I, I'm, I'm feeling that too. So if you see something with my name on it, just snatch it for me. Okay. As best you can. Or point me to it and I'll snatch it for me. Okay. Awesome. So the trip there is going to be dangerous. Everything in the mist is dangerous. That's not a good way to start that. Barry <laughs> uh, <laughs> has his bow at the ready. So uh, this is going to be kind of standard for a lot of travel is we're going to roll some D100s. Oh, no. And uh, you want high. If you get high, you might... The mist is also full of cool stuff. So if you roll high, you might find cool things. A new car. It could be. <laughs> Like, holy shit. A Glock Pro- 9? <laughs> Probably not in a populated city that is now not populated, but if what you do this a, in a ruin, you might find something cool. Well, can we find a puppy? For sure, there's a chance of finding a puppy. I, I want y'all to note that he did not say that we couldn't find a Glock 9 in the mist. I, I'm dead serious. If you go into a certain <laughs> ruins, there's ancient technology, and you roll high, we can get some cool stuff. Hell yeah. The reverse end is it's also full of dangerous, strange, and things that no one's ever seen that you don't want to see. So rolling high, above 90s, really good. Rolling below 10, you might find yourself in a situation that you need to run away or lose a lot of resources. Mm. 
Well, Doombringer, go ahead and roll the. Give me a one. Yeah, go ahead and ro- roll that. Uh, I let the players roll it Ooh. so that I don't get in trouble for killing Damn. you. I came prepared. Oh, all right, all right, he's we'll got start, it handed. We'll start with Chase, and I'll try to remember, and we'll go around. 84. Ooh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, that's that's not bad. I feel like that's mediocre, honestly. That is, 84 is way 84. above mediocre. That's a what kind B. Of, what kind of math are you talking about? Um, I, yeah, I guess I should. <laughs> Would you go to a student who made 84 on the final say, eh? No comment. <laughs> so do we all get to roll? Uh, we'll take turns. Only one person gets to roll per trip. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, get wrecked. I just was ready faster. Okay. Yeah, we'll try to go around the table. Um, I eight, also had dice in my hand. Chase is just selfish. Yes, I am. Wow, way to go. <laughs> the selfish get to go first. That's the rules. Hey, nice guys finish last. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Please keep that silence in. <laughs> I was trying to think of like, wasn't it like the meek will inherit the earth or yeah. something? Like, yes. Yeah, that's just bullshit. <laughs> uh, anywho... At an 84, you guys are traveling. You don't 84. You don't sit there. Your path you chose is correct. You're dodging all of these patrols. Um, you do find on the ground. It looks like there's something that's been dragged. Uh, Barry, you're kind of the tracker, looking at things, and it looks like something's been dragged. And on the ground uh, seems to be a uh, what you know. It's a coin purse, and it looks like whatever whoever owned this is gone, and it's just on the ground, and you can. Collect it if you wish. Hey, there's a coin purse, purse down ahead. I reckon it might be trapped. Let's proceed with caution, you guys. I'm scared. <laughs> is yes. it up? Please is spend it? the next two hours <laughs> uh, investigating this coin purse. That's what I really need. Barry, I'm going to make my job easy. Barry, is it attached to a string? I've seen this one before. <laughs> oh, no. I, I can't tell. Barry, do you want me to pick it up with my powers? <laughs> well, I do now. <laughs> and I just telekinetically yeah uh, pick it up side as you sling it towards you uh it looks like there's about 14 gold pieces yeah i hand those to barry finders keepers well i take them and divvy them up but 14 does not divide evenly by four (laughs) we're about to know who chase's favorites are (laughs) yeah you can uh, secretly message your favorites with the higher amounts and please give clickbait the least amount oh yeah Okay, it's, cool. it's all right. You can just you can give me both of our amounts because he told me that I could keep any treasure we find. That's true. That is true. So yeah, let's see. <laughs> so fourteen. Let's Might go be regretting three. that. <laughs> <laughs> give me seven, please. That's half. Yeah, we ain't going by half. It's his and mine. Yeah, but now That's that I know y'all are th- sharing. <laughs> We're not sharing. On this episode, the gang splits up over money issues. (laughs) Just like real life. (laughs) Do you know how halves work? (laughs) All right, fine. So, yeah, I give Carl seven. I keep four. Give Click three. (laughs) Cool. I'm glad that we rolled an 84 so I could pick the most boring thing to put on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Any, so you guys travel through the mist. It's going to be, a, like I said, it's a long trek. You need to take a break after three hours just because even though the travel isn't difficult, just the constant being on edge, keeping your heads on swivels is draining uh, emotionally, physically. And you take a break, catch your breath, head back out. Uh, with uh, 84, uh, there still is just monsters everywhere. Uh, you guys do manage to 
There is a single, uh, it's a bird. Uh, Bear, you would know it as a gyre bird, which is just a really loud five-winged crow. And you know that if you are spotted by this thing, it just makes a racket. On top of being mostly harmless by itself, uh, it often alerts other beasts uh, of things that are around it. But it hasn't spotted you yet with your kind of high luck rolls. Um, but it is in the way of where you're traveling. Uh, well, I use the cool Jim Dragonborn feature of Psionic Mind. Uh, it's basically the message cantrip, except they can't respond back. Uh, and just send a message like saying, y'all stay still, I'm going to kill this bird. Click like taps Barry on the on the elbow a couple of times since I'm so short and uh, I get you to look down. And uh, Barry's going to fight you at first like, you messed up my shot. And then look down like, what? Oh, hey, trust me. Trust me. Like, and Barry looses, like, does, no, he does not loose the arrow. He like slowly like lets it just come back to the normal position and nods at click click presses um it's like loose leather spot on his glove and uh from out under the wrist like something like ejects and he catches it and it's this like metal thin cylinder looking uh it looks kind of like a flute but if you looked at it closely you would recognize it as a dart gun and he pulls from his like small backpack that slung over his uh, his back. He pulls out one of his uh, sleep darts and loads it into into the uh, dart gun and fires at the bird. Uh, awesome! Yeah, uh, give me an attack roll against this thing. It's currently within your range, and you're still hidden from it, so you have advantage. Okay, that's uh, a fifteen. Uh, awesome! Yeah, uh, click you fiddle with your gloves this quickly this uh, dart gun appears in your hands and in one motion you point it towards this gyre bird and loose a dart just like and it sticks in it and it like turns to you and like opens its mouth wide to screech and then its beak just stays open and it flops off of its perch and just like hits the ground I uh, I turn back and look at Barry and I just wink at him. Barry is just impressed. He's like, all right, good to know. And keeps pushing forward. Awesome. Uh, well, that was, that's a way to handle your environment. Wait, wait, wait. So you have a dart gun that just, it doesn't one hit kill. Like, are we going up to the body or are we going to try and pass by it? I mean, if it's asleep, we just go past it. So if if Sidus walks by this thing, he's gonna like check it to see if he killed it or if it's just asleep. Uh, Sidus, as you're walking past it, you look down and uh, would you say like you're proficient in medicine? It's it's sleeping. It's okay. not dead. It seems to be uh, unconscious. Okay, it has a little dream bubble above it. The Z's are hitting. Yeah. Alex, you know what I think about what arc arc survival? Yep. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of where I was going mm-hmm. with that. I was trying to figure that out. So, is it something we can tame right here? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to sit here? Do for we need t- berries or meat? Definitely, <laughs> Which yeah. is it? <laughs> Twelve hours. What of- kind of kibble does it eat? <laughs> So this podcast is exactly for five people, right? <laughs> yeah, the only five people that play art. <laughs> uh, well, like three of those people are at this table. So. 
no, pro- probably not a tameable bird. This thing's uh, pretty wild, but it is currently unaware of you. Where where do you learn things like that? Where where do you have the herbs that it would take to create something like that? My lab, professor. Um, Sidus's eyes go big and he almost faints. He almost falls backwards, but he catches himself. Your, your lab? Yep. My own lab. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Everything I thought about you is being erased. Sweet. But I, so I have to warn you, it is, uh, it's, it's a one person lab at the moment. Like the only person that has access is me. Uh, and at this very moment, I am not qualified enough to bring guests into my lab. Why would you, why would you even say something about a lab that I can't go in? Because, well, you asked me where I go. I stuff. guess that's true. I don't want to uh, lie to you. I would have appreciated it. It's because he's showing off again. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl! <laughs> As you guys travel through the city from the west to the east side, you do pass some of the more ritzy places that are downtown. It's really unnerving to see the city this empty busy wide streets are barren every now and then you hear something scuttling in the distance or see a flash in the mist nothing seems to notice you as of yet that you're aware but it doesn't stop the uneasy feeling you guys just feel moving quietly through this city there's still snow and the buildings still look relatively pristine But every now and then when you look at the street, you find arrowheads or blood splatters, just things that keep a steady reminder that this is not okay, that this city has gone wrong. As we're walking through and Carl is trying to make sure to keep the professor safe, uh, I want to make a perception check to see if there is just along this journey, uh, if there's anybody that else that needs his help. Uh, cool. Give me... I'll, I'm going to roll a percentile check. And you're going to roll the perception. Okay. <laughs> that is a 17. Uh, you actually... Uh, you are looking around. You see... In a pocket of snow, there is one of the similar blood splatters. But instead of it kind of being drawn down the street, you see that it's being drawn into a nearby house. Uh, is the <laughs> is it like boarded up like the bar was, or is it just open house? Uh, with the 17, it, lo- it appears to be the windows are boarded up. Uh, and I, this is the street that we're like actively walking down. Correct. Okay. Uh, guys, guys, uh, hold up! I, I think I, I think I see something. What do your bugbear eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Chase! <laughs> we were doing uh, so. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, um, but I think I see 
think I might need to see someone that needs help. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go into that house. All right, I'm coming with you. Uh, and I is is there any window or door that isn't currently boarded up, or that there's a crack that I could like whisper, you know, into the into the building? It, it is fully boarded up. Okay. Um, this one is off uh, not a main street. You guys have taken a lot of different twists okay. and turns to make it uh, in the safest route possible. This one's kind of a little bit off of the main street, but it appears to be completely airtight. Okay. Uh, then I just I walk up to the main door uh, and just do a, a, a classic like light, uh, but with my with my hammer so that it's so that it's a solid sound of like. Like, you know, just very, like, obviously human noises knocking on the door. And Barry has a bow, like the bow and an arrow drawn aimed over his shoulder just in case something bursts out. Do I hear anything whenever that, that knock happens? Uh, against the door, you hear a... Is, are, you, are you injured? You hear just faintly from the other side. One of us is. There's, there's four of us here. We uh, we came from the city, from the wall guard, from the city. Uh, will, will you will you let us in to see if we can help? Uh, as soon as you say like, let us in to see if we can get help. Uh, you hear just loud sounds as it sounds like nails or furniture and the blockade that was at the door uh, is being removed. Give me. A luck check, Mister Carl. You uh, you don't. It's not a twenty, so I'm, I'm glad you got a nat twenty on it. <laughs> I did. I did get a nat twenty. Did you though. actually get a nat twenty on he it? He did. He did. <laughs> Fuck it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing bad happens. Congratulations. You. <laughs> it was supposed to be a D one hundred roll. Okay, uh, let me, let me, I want to see what my luck is there. Come on. Okay, me. I mean, you can, yeah, for sure you can forego a nat 20. Okay. It's an 81. Oh, that's not bad. Still nothing bad happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You do, as soon as you kind of say, like, helps here, you hear all this furniture moving. Luckily, there's nothing nearby that wants to hunt and eat you. It takes a good couple minutes for them to get everything out of the way and... As soon as the door opens, you see a woman kind of holding a man uh, around the shoulders. He's, his, if you look down, you can see like his leg is splinted. Um, but it's like, as soon as I saw the the mist left the house, I assume I assume you have protection. Yeah, yeah, we have some. I psionic mind decided, hey, we have injured over here. Is he conscious? You can see he's conscious, but he's not super there. Uh, Sidus crests the door and kind of motions for the woman to put the man down on the floor or wherever. And he tries to hearken back to his old anatomy class and looking at this braced leg. Uh, is there anything that I could do? I think Sidus would have initially try to see if there's something he could do for this person without using magic. Is there something? Uh, you rack your mind and you do remember that 
you were given at the bar a full-on healer's kit after you it was um, you have a first aid kit all of you have a first aid kit that Barry gave you in your backpacks but Sidus you received a healer's kit after you it was apparent that you were the one who knew the most about medicine so you do have kind of a means to help someone who's injured yeah I, I take that out of the, my backpack and kneel down next to him and tend to his wounds as best I can uh, cool uh, give me a medicine check uh, Barry would like to get down and like play assistance okay uh, you can roll it with advantage as I got in that you. one well you can <laughs> roll it with oh, <laughs> <you got> it. <laughs> Barry, oh. Barry's here roll another nat one you coward that is a 12 12 much better that's that's not too bad uh you recognize the far off look this guy seems to have some kind of infection and a fever the far off look is him he's not fully conscious of what's going on you do manage you see the splint is okay you make improvements to it you see that there's a bone you can actually see in his leg and you do I was not trained for this oh that's really what throws off your group uh bringing it down to a 12 is just like you're you know what to do but Sidus just can't Mm-mm. can't get through everything and you wrap it up the best you can and he's a little more mobile than he was and you do know that his main issue is going to be infection and the fever that he has is there a way to fix that or I just don't have those means at the moment you made it a little bit better uh, okay. with your 12 but it's not he, he's going to hobble along pretty slowly and he's going to need support hey keys uh, would click recognize or would he recognize if these are some of the same symptoms as that other person was back at the main tent um, when he when he kept staring at the corners uh give me a medicine check real quick uh 14 uh, you think it's something different he doesn't look like he's traumatized he looks like he's sick now we we learned in like episode one or two, that there are side effects to being in the mist. Are these those side effects? Or is this something completely Okay, Uh, okay. They've only been exposed to the mist for, well, actually, it's been quite a while now. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, it's not going to make people go feral. It just makes them a little more impulsive. That might be why this woman unbarred the door for you without a second thought. Okay, okay. She seems to be able to hold him up, which she has a very slight frame. That could be a symptom of being in the mist for a long time. Um, but no one's going to go like berserk on you. That's not really a side of that. That's a myth that people have about misted people. Interesting. Um, but this guy is living. It could be because of the mist. Even it makes you stronger. But right now you have them inside of a protective sphere and you can see like, if you look closely enough, mist is just slowly rising off of them. Kind of like steam on a cold day on a warm body. Go click. How, uh, how, how benevolent are your people? We could, we can bring them. Um, we have, we have good healers at the agency. Um, they're more than welcome to come with us. Okay, I can carry. Uh, she, kind of, arm hands you uh, this man. It's like, thank you, thank you. I, I, did, I didn't think help would come. I was when I saw the the, the crystal protection cuff. I, I got hopeful, and I'm still, I'm still glad. But I had really hoped that this was over. As we're like walking, I kind of want to walk alongside her and and ask, uh, "Did uh, did you did you happen to see what happened to the crystal?" I was on the streets. This isn't this isn't even our house. We 
I was on the streets when it went down. I heard the screams. I'm boarded up here. Uh, opened the door to let this guy in, but that's it. You don't, you don't know him? No, no, he's just was injured and he was banging on the door, so I let him in. Well, you did good. Man, we're going to try and get him to safety. She kind of just nods, but barely holding it together. Just one foot in front of the other. Uh, thankfully, you guys are closer. Like you, Both of you know that the library is only probably 15 blocks away. Uh, even with some tag-alongs, you can make it there in pretty good time. All right, well, yeah, Barry starts walking that direction, still bow in hand, ready to go. Um, give me anyone feeling paranoid? Definitely Sidus, one hundred percent. All the, all of the coffee running through his veins. I have. He's also had to yes. stop to pee every forty five <laughs> minutes. If it, uh, give me a perception check, those who feel they are paranoid, and I accept if everyone feels paranoid. I'll say Barry and Chase are both paranoid about one specifically one of the beasts you sent me earlier. Keith, I have a question. So I rolled low. <laughs> Can I use my passive perception instead? No, this is an active check for like dangerous surroundings. Well, okay. do not worry because Barry's got natural 20. Let's yeah, go. I got a 17. Hot. What did you get? I'll, you're the only one who hasn't said anything. A 13. Oh, also. It's just boring. Barry. Yeah. I'm just going to let him have his, have his moment. <laughs> here's, a, here's a scary thought. Uh, what's that total? Oh, that total. Oh, God. Uh, 25. Wow. Uh, cool. It doesn't seem like anything is trailing you that you guys can find. <laughs> Bullshit, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck does he have to roll? Hell yeah. He rolled a 25. What are you talking about? There's no there's no critical success. Let me let me let me throw a throw a wild fact at you. Monsters can roll nat 20s too. Oh, oh gosh. Well. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's fucked up. Well, yeah, but Barry there's is not still one paranoid, yeah. but a little bit more at ease now because he knows that he did good <laughs> and didn't pick up on anything. Yeah, he, <laughs> he saw that stuff real good, and for sure, <laughs> there's nothing following you. Like, yeah, absolutely not. But you're close to where you need to go. Um, perception checks. We'll just say the nat twenty. Uh, as you're getting closer, you're just still paranoid. Ears out. Um, from a pretty good distance, you hear the sounds of combat. You hear some weapons, some grunts, some howls um, in the distance from not hard to narrow down that it's coming from the Eastern Library. All right, y'all, we got to hurry on up. Some There's some fighting happening at the library. Yeah, Click just dead sprints toward the library. Awesome. It, Click, you kind of put two and two together if there's loud noises and fighting happening in the distance that there's probably no dangerous things in between you. You guys all pick up the pace. Carl, you're hoisting an injured guy. The uh, woman who you guys rescued is just trucking behind you. And as you round the corner, you see the what was the Eastern Library turned into militant outpost. You see... The outer perimeter has been completely blocked off on streets with spiked barricades. You see groups of individuals in formation around the library. Click, you recognize these as the majority of the Librian forces who are all pretty much 
to the member some form of combat ready. Um, do do any of them have crystals? Like, is there a, a crystal anywhere around the library? Um, you do see that there is a pretty large single bubble that is stretched around from the library to a block or two around it, encompassing a couple extra buildings from the you what you know is the Librian crystal stockpile. Okay. Is that stopping any of the, the beasts from going in, or is it they just don't care at this point? You assume that it's why it didn't get overrun, but you do see snapping at the barricades are multiple beasts who have gotten the sense, the sights, the sounds of prey. And we're behind these Miss Beast. Correct. Uh, Click, is there a secret entrance somewhere nearby? Keith, is there a secret entrance somewhere <laughs> nearby? There's a bunch of secret entrances. Um, however, give me give me a perception check. Everybody can just like, there's a lot to see here. 14. Ooh. 23. 12. 10. 23. Uh, 18 plus 5. Uh, Barry's got this. Uh, you guys see that there are misbeasts. It looks like right now the tide is pretty even. And with a 23, there's a chance you could join the fray from behind and actually it'd be a tactical advantage. All right, we got a flanking advantage from here, so never mind on that secret entrance. Y'all ready for this? If you guys are, as you guys are charging forward so far, they haven't noticed you because they're focused on the fight ahead. Are you guys ready to roll initiative? Oh, Let's no. go. I've been waiting Let's for it. it on the edge of my seat. Can we get a surprise round? You do get a surprise round. Yes. Let's go. I got a 20. So that's a 22 total. 22. Oh, you just barely beat me. I got an 11. <laughs> 13. Uh, hang on. I got I got some new sexy initiative cards from our great friend Alex. Well, and I, I got them from Arcane Noodle. Not Arcane Noodle. I got them from Arcane. I should probably figure that out. <laughs> we'll leave the arcade shout noodle out, shout arcade out noodle. because they do have some cool stuff. <laughs> All right. Carl, you got a 13? 13. 11 for Barry. How'd you do? Click. Uh, I got a three. <laughs> You're probably going to go last. Good. I like <laughs> batting cleanup. I can take all y'all's kills. <laughs> For the audience on Click's name card, he spelled it backwards. So to us, it reads Kilk. <laughs> and I, I hate it so much. Well, that is his Christian name. <laughs> I just read it as Kyle. That's, what, <laughs> that's, that's so much worse. Okay, so uh, top of the initiative order, you guys, uh, uh, before you, you see a relatively chaotic battlefield, but most of what you assume are your allies are behind barricades of carts and boxes and tables and chairs. You see groups of men and women with pikes and bows slinging spells at random monsters. There's a single grouping in front of you that looks to be kind of the main group of antagonist misbeasts that uh, if you could clear them out would probably give the advantage to whoever's defending this area. You have a relatively wide open street where multiple roads meet at a crossroad. There is some cover, some light post boxes, things that you can move forward using as cover. 
but for the most part, it is a straight shot to the battle. So Sidus, as we've said a million times, is very afraid of fighting, but he knows that Carl is really, really good at fighting, and Carl is still encumbered by this... Injured person? Yeah, injured, I almost said dying person. I guess they are dying, but... uh, Aren't we all? Yeah. I want to pull or motion to Carl and say, hey, um, leave leave him with me. Uh, I'll I'll do my best to kind of keep him safe, and you go that way. I I mean, I'll try to drag him as best I can, but you need to be unencumbered with that big um, mallet you have. I got it. So that's what I do. I use my turn to kind of... Uh, also, yeah, uh, you spend your action just pulling this man safely onto And then we hide. Level. We do hide. And you yeah, grab him under the armpits and just drag him behind some cover. Awesome. Uh, that brings us to Carl having just been relieved of your uh, patient. Uh, how far am I from the, the closest enemies? Uh, they're about 60 feet away. It's a, it's a good trot down into the actual front lines. I guess that's, that's going to take double move to get to him so uh i guess that's what i do with with my surprise round as i sneak up on him uh yes i sneak up on him and then as i get there i'll will go into a rage uh and uh, be ready for my attack sweet so you yeah you see the bugbear just stomp forward a full double movement 60 foot sprint and on your way there, just the hair on your arms and back and top of your head just stick up as your eyes almost glaze over glow as you enter into your bugbear rage ready for combat. Carl's pissed off at how far he had to run. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to give me an, a, a surprise round and not let me attack? <laughs> I mean, I could take away your surprise round. You could spend your real <laughs> round running up there if you'd like. See what Who's we have next? to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Barry. All right. Well, Barry's going to move his uh, move up 30 feet and just start shooting with that crystal and longbow, uh, plain and simple. All right. Uh, so for targets, I should have yeah. been specific. Uh, it looks like you can attack things on the outside, but they're kind of uh, fighting other people. It looks like the cluster that is trying to push through the barricade right now is a group of Three of the Miss Wolves that you fought before, not a giant pack leader. just looks like three of the smaller ones, as well as, uh, well, since it's Barry's turn, you know them as, forgot their names. Keith just moved away from the mic. <laughs> I forgot their names. Chocolate wow. rain. Wow. I'm, I'm stunned, Keith, for getting somebody's name. <laughs> <saying. laughs> I'm not going to put it on the fuck up counter Chocolate because he didn't rain. actually fuck it up. What are you... Why? Have you never heard chocolate rain? It's because rain? he says, breathe away from the yeah, mic. So he says, yeah. chocolate rain, and then he takes a deep breath way out oh, here. Yeah, there's a, he, yeah, there's a little okay. blurb at the bottom. That, yeah, he's, he's I, telling I'm you how to sing mic, chocolate rain. <laughs> Some steed drive I forget that you feel the pain. I forget that you're the <laughs> oldest 26-year-old in the world sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely live my life as a man out of time. I, yeah. I, I'm, now I'm talking about this instead of looking up the information. That <laughs> uh, Keith, go ahead and look up. I will just say for the audience, Andrew did bring butterscotch candies to the record today. Everybody uh, give him a clap. Everybody give him a clap. Not really. Not really. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. Can I have one of those butterscotch candies, actually? I was lying. It's called an old person thing. It's a screecher. That's a simple name. <sighs> it just yells. Uh, 
yeah, you see a group of like three of the mist wolves and you see two screechers, which you haven't seen inside the walls yet, but you know, they're just giant five, six feet tall birds that are flightless that usually attack via sound waves and claws. Oh no. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I I look at, I yell up to Carl and I'm sure Clip will hear me too. Go for the birds first. Uh, You also see some of the gyre birds that Click put to sleep, kind of swarming around in a circle. Uh, There looks like there's about three or four of them. It's kind of hard to keep a bead on. Actually, with a nat, with a 23, uh, you see there are four (laughs) flying around (laughs) in the air. Excuse me. Uh, But that's kind of the tactical enemy analysis that you get moving forward. I specify, go for the big birds first. (laughs) And Barry goes for one of the big birds. Uh, Awesome, yeah. Roll your attack or such. You keep calling them big birds, and (laughs) everybody already knows. Everybody already knows what I... Because big bird's flightless too, isn't he? I I don't actually know. I was thinking of ostriches. Okay. <laughs> I, I rolled a 13. You. If we're just oh, talking no. about random shit. Uh, you draw your bow back and fire, but this, just as the arrow is about to strike one of the creatures, it like t- twitches its head and just dips out of the way with a bird like reflex to get out of the way of danger. Damn. Damn. Every, t- every time you say Screecher, I think you're just mispronouncing Creature. <laughs> it's a slang term. I'll come up with like a scientific Latin word if you want. Scientists would like that. I will, I'm not, not going to do it. Segatorius. Yeah, it's a... S- <laughs> Great. Click, you're now in charge of all of my Latin names. Hell yeah. Histories. Makes me think of the... Uh, essentially that a flightless bird ostrich style like thing that attacks via sound from Horizon. I cannot remember the name. Yeah. You guys are saying ostrich. Think a little closer to like raptor dinosaur bird. Mm, so it, yeah. it's like, it's got a thick neck, a big head, big beak, very scary. Although ostriches are fucking terrifying. They are. Yeah, they're scary. But so, so feel, think what you will. I think that, I think that every time that we encounter that Keith describes a new uh, mist beast to us, whoever's the first to just yell out, a, oh no, it's a, gets to name it. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. I, like I love this. I hate naming shit. <laughs> Anywho, Barry, you have, you have, uh, you have uh, missed, missed the bird. one of these creatures or Segatorius. <laughs> <laughs> You still have your bonus action if you wish to use it. Also, you can order uh, what's his face? Uh, I can't believe I uh, forgot Josh. his name. Josh to do what you will. Uh, let's see. What can he do? Uh, I think for now, he's just going to stay on my shoulders. I don't want to send him in just yet. And he will hold his reaction for when somebody actually hits and Barry doesn't have anything else to do on a bonus action. Uh, awesome. That's going to... It's a surprise round, so it's Click's turn, even with a three. I want to shoot the Sigatorius with Eldritch Blast. Awesome. Give me an attack roll. Uh, 14. <laughs> uh, this, this, this... It dips right out of the way of Barry's arrow, and you fire just as it jumps away from the arrow, and your Eldritch Blast fires right along the arrow's path uh, into the barricade behind it. Guys, this is the fastest bird alive. <laughs> <laughs> retreat, retreat. Oh, no. As you guys end your surprise round, 
some of these creatures focused on mounting the barricade, but a few of them turn around to the commotion that you're causing and lock eyes with you. Bringing us back to Sidus Serkator with the nat 20 at the top of initiative. (laughs) (laughs) So he makes eye contact with another one of, with one of these mist beasts and he is going to cast a minor illusion of himself. Uh, I'd say maybe 15, 20 feet in front of him. And then he's going to duck behind the barricades that he's made and like whisper to this half dying man and say, um, Listen, um, we're going to try our best to move into a house or a building. Can you walk? Is is he even like He's cognizant? got a thousand yard stare, but as you're saying this, uh, the woman who has been traveling with you kind of runs over and grabs his other arm. You have one, he has, she has the other, and is just going to listen to you. He's like, I'll, I'll follow you wherever you want to go. Um, the goal is to go into that house over there, but we've we gotta book it. We gotta book it. Are you ready? It's like, yes, yes. And we start pulling it or pulling him. And you want me to roll strength check? Yeah, give me give me an ath- uh, athletics check. You have advantage because this civilian's helping you. It's a seventeen, actually. That's wow. yeah. Your your adrenaline's flowing. It's the coffee. It's the it's, it's not the okay. adrenaline. Coffee exclusive. <laughs> your blood is coffee, I, and it's fueling point. the body. Yeah. And you're dragging uh, basically the body and let's her along to safety. It's gonna be it's still half movement. You're pulling him as fast as you can, but you're heading trying to bring this guy to safety. Awesome, uh, Carl. You have made it into the thick of it. There are mist beast galore in front of you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a reckless attack at the closest one. I'm ready for action. Uh, that's going to be a 16. That hits. Uh, technically, you didn't tell me uh, what you're attacking. You just coincidentally. The closest one. The closest one. Uh, they're, you're uh, he really, said everything. So. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, it's going to hit whatever you want, but there's uh, three mist wolves that are pretty easy to get in combat with, as well as two screechers kind of nearby. Uh, I'd probably go for the wolves first, uh, and I forgot that I was rolling with advantage since I'm res- reckless attacking. That was actually a 19. Uh, still great. Yeah, you hit whichever, you hit one of the middle wolves. All right. 10 plus 3, 13. The there. first one you see, you just, your hammer lands down right on top of its head at the end of your sprint, your momentum carrying it all the way, flattening the skull into the pavement. Uh, it, it, it's not moving. So as I grind that one to the ground, I set my eyes on the next one and use my great weapon master attack feet uh, to make a second attack there. I told you you didn't have multi-attack and you just had to like throw it in my face. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I only rolled a nat 20. Oh! Let's go. It's going to happen again. If it makes you feel any better, the other one was a 19. (laughs) It's going to happen again. Andrew, with tracking the, the crits, we have Sam has had three nat ones, only crits he's gotten. You've had three nat 20s. <laughs> I haven't rolled a single that nat feels right. So how you're, Not that I've counted. Andrew, how your weapon works, which I think you already know, is you can roll 66 and take the highest four now. Mm-hmm. I didn't roll great. I'll, I'll say that. Um, it's still going to be 
So yeah, uh, uh, the damage on that is going to be 17, and I did roll doubles on that, uh, which means that I'm going to do that damage in a 10-foot radius. Yeah, you, in the same way that you did with the other wolf pack, you fully decimate the three groups of the three wolves that are uh, in front of you. Let's go! (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to uh, Barry. It is your turn. All right, let's uh, let's try that bow again. (laughs) Uh, I will stay at the 30 feet for now. And just see what we can do. That is much better because that's a natural 20, my dudes. <laughs> wow, that's two in a row. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. So is this two two of the damage dice or rolling double? Uh, two of the damage dice or rolling double. That's the same thing. Or case. multiply. Uh, <laughs> uh, my brain was really trying to like process that. So am I rolling 2d12 or 1d12? I like two? more dice than less dice. So right. roll, roll, roll some extra. Uh, and also, real quick, does that? Am I rolling double for Josh's damage or just the bow? Every dice that's part of this attack, you roll double. Hell yeah, let's go. All right, so that is going to be 23. Jesus. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, I'm assuming uh, you're aiming for the screecher that you just missed. It, yep. it ducks right and then turns its bird like eyes sideways to stare at you. And as soon as it turns, you're already drawing your second arrow at full length and fire it. And in almost an instant, your arrow pierces straight through that eye that it turned towards you out the other side. And it doesn't have a chance to blink before it just hits the dirt. Hell yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking with Josh's infused strike, it's like a spiral of fire trailing mm. the arrow like from tip to tail mm. as it pierces this bird right through the eye socket. Why do you make things weird? How is that weird? That's tip badass. Tip to tail. Tip to tail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I sleep tail to tip, preferably. <laughs> to each their own, I My man. <laughs> Oh my god. What did you do again? It's super dead. It's super dead. (laughs) That brings us back to all of these creepy dudes who are trying to attack you. Oh god. Shit, you killed most of them already. (laughs) Yeah, the wolves are gone. The wolves are gone. I didn't get the screechers. You didn't get. There were two screechers. Now there's one and a bunch of flying birds. There's four flying birds and one screecher. Correct. So. This the, is my audition tape. It, it's working. If, <laughs> <laughs> you've got the gig, both of you. Uh, the screecher is going to turn towards actually Barry since you killed its uh, packmate. Typical. And it's going to, you know what's coming. You've seen these things. It locks eyes with you the same sideways stare and then turns face towards you, opens its mouth, and you prepare yourself for uh, this this thunder damage that's coming your way. Um, I command Josh to wrap around my head like earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're showing let Josh take the hit like that? Wow. He's no. got to cover his own ears. No, he puts yeah. his little lizard paws on its head. <laughs> uh, I, like that you, Chase. <laughs> I will take this damage willingly. Uh, but you will need to roll a constitution saving throw. Alright. That's an 18. Woo! 
uh, you know it's coming, and you manage to uh, pretty much with bow in one hand, you roll your head into your coat and press a hand against your other ear, and you just feel this immense shockwave rattle through your body, but you completely withstand it, and once it's over, you kind of relax your pose, having taken it having taken no effect. Oh, hell yeah. I was expecting to have damage. Let's go. Uh, no, how, how I like to do it is we have, there's two thresholds and you're way above both. Oh, sweet. Uh, so, uh, having that having failed, the screechers are done. That brings us to the gyre birds yeah. uh, who are all going to swarm Carl. Oh, no. Because you're the closest. And I will be a good player and remind you that they have advantage. They have advantage. Don't worry. I had, had mm. you can't hear my okay. two okay. D20s rattling around. Uh, Jesus Christ. Three are going to hit. So that is going to be. So you'll take seven. Half to three. You seven, half to three. Twelve, half to two. Six, and four, half to two. They're eleven. Got it. So, as the, as a group, you si- you sense them coming from your peripherals. You manage to dodge out of the way of the first one as it rapidly, erratically spirals towards you, taking advantage of its fifth wing to throw it into all sorts of unnatural patterns as they all dive towards you. Even though you manage to dodge the first one, the rest of them, talons, beaks, just digging into the flesh around your head and shoulders, and you do take all of that damage, though it is lessened in your rage. Sidus, as you're dragging this person out of the way, you sense something and give me a perception check. Okay. Okay. That's a 20, dirty. From right out, you're right now, because the fight's pushing forward, you're, bu- you're on the edge of your bubble of protection. Inside the mist, you notice something off and as you focus your eyes in you see an almost humanoid but too tall figure shifting abruptly left and right and for a brief moment you see a long thin limb pierce the bubble and head towards you I immediately, I, I think instinctively, he reaches for something to, like, protect himself from what's about to hit him in the face, and I think it's a spell book. I think that that instinctively, he holds his spell book up to kind of protect his face. Um, as you hold your spell book up to protect yourself, the um, woman you rescued kind of grabs this guy under the arms and falls into the house as two sharp piercing limbs slash towards you. Yeah, I think in that moment while the limbs are hitting the spell book, Sidus feels something inside him or not, maybe not inside him, but there's some sort of weird power surge that happens through the spell book itself uh, and as a reaction shield is going to be cast around Sidus. And that's going to bump his AC to plus five, which is 17. (laughs) I hope that... 
That was a literally a 16. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. From the mist, you see this horror of a spinely creature screech and click at you and go to bury both of its elongated limbs that just come to points into your chest. And as you're holding the book up, the air around you solidifies and you see both limbs hit the barricade and split, landing on left and right of you. And you are now face to face with an eyeless, teeth-filled monstrosity. And he is within six inches of your face. Uh, guys, help, please. Oh my God, it's right here. You're Please. inside the house, right? No, I think I'm outside, yeah, aren't I? You're, in the, you're near the doorway. Yeah. Oh, okay. With Sidus face-to-face with this uh, mist beast known as the Eyeless Stalker, I think I said. Yep, I've been terrified of that one since you sent it to me. Yeah, that was a that was a good a good role to find this guy. Uh, but that brings us to Click, who is right now where did i think you're just firing elders blast into this yeah i'm in the rear you do hear Sidus cry out okay yeah click's gonna click's gonna turn and try to help help Sidus. do i see what do i see when i when i turn and look at Sidus? when you turn to see Sidus, he is about 30 feet behind you and you see face to face with him is an eight foot tall super thin bipedal but currently on all fours as two of its arms which end in sharp spikes are dug into the ground on either side of Sidus with his face inches from Sidus's. Okay, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast and I specifically would like to go for one of the one of the arms. Okay. That is a 21. Awesome. Yeah. Uh that that'll uh beat the added AC of aiming for a body part. What's uh, what's your damage roll? Uh, six. Six? That's not bad. Uh, you blast one of its arms. It's already kind of off balance because it's stuck out, kind of splayed. And as you blast one of its arms, it loses balance and falls prone. Um, take It does take the damage. It doesn't seem super damaged yet, though. Okay. All right. And then with my... Can I... I want to turn and shout, be like, uh, guys, um, there is something attacking Sidus and we need to help him. Uh, yeah, you, you shout your warning along with Sidus's screeches. Yeah, please, please come help me! Oh, God, it's right in front of me! Uh, and that brings us back to Sidus's turn at the top of the initiative. <laughs> he He's screaming, but he, he did his research last night, and I think it clicks to him after a little bit of help from the book itself uh, that he needs a little bit of help just to be able to cast these things uh, and as shield is up and this thing's right prone in front or in front of him he opens his book up to a spell that he read last night uh, and he verbally says the phrase uh, and a ball of it looks like a thunder cloud emits from the open pages of the book and it floats right in front of Sidus's head or face uh, and he just blows on it and he casts chromatic orb uh, doing thunder damage I think it's something I've got to roll I'm not too good with I haven't fought anything yet uh hmm. 
Mm, that's a 19 to hit. Uh, the, so I'm pretty sure in 5e, uh, that's a range spell attack. It and is. he's within five feet. So that's uh, that's going to be disadvantage. Oh, see, Sidus doesn't know these things. He hasn't he hasn't fought anybody. Well, maybe Alex should. <laughs> maybe Alex should know. Maybe Alex should know. Uh, that's in that's in that twenty though. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, waste of a net twenty. Yeah, that's advantage that's, though. Yeah, but that's still not terrible. That's a nineteen to hit nineteen plus seven. So yeah, that's that that'll hit. Uh, yep. let, let me ask you something, Alex. Uh, why thunder damage? Um, you said at some point in the episode that one of the creatures did thunder damage and. I'm not a very smart man. Is that recency bias? I think it's just, you said thunder damage. Thunder damage sounds cool. I don't get to use thunder damage all that much. Like, is that important? So, uh, this monster has no eyes and responds only to uh, auditory cues. (laughs) Oh, shit. And you just blasted him point blank in the face with a sound wave. Basically a thunder shotgun. Uh-oh. Uh, in the face, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is, thunder is a weakness of this oh, creature. No. So uh, before I describe what happens, what, how much damage are you dealing that is to a, this creature? That is a great question. So uh, that's 36 damage. From the chromatic orb. Jeez. Holy the, the shit, thunder, The thunderous, <laughs> spherical chromatic orb. Damn, Sidus is out here just wrecking house. Fighting for his life at the moment. Uh, uh, you, you see this uh, directly in front of you. You are staring like, almost can see your reflection in its saliva teeth. Oh. And you blast this round orb and blow gently into its face and it just pops on his head and you just hear an explosion of sound that rattles the houses around you. Uh, the eyeless stalker jumps back away from you and its long spear-like arms just start flailing around. You see it starting to scratch its face where its ear holes are and it's bleeding profusely from its lips, from its ears, from the scratches it's putting on its own face. And it turns towards you one time and then screams, jumps backwards into the mist and you hear just a sound of something stumbling away from the battlefield. Uh, It seems to have left the conflict. You'll hear that one in the morning. Barry groans in the distance. <laughs> I can't believe it was thunder damage. Okay, okay. Carl, it is your turn. You did turn around and see Sidus repel this creepy monster away from him. And you're still being swarmed and pecked by these uh, gyre birds. Are there any more creatures other than the one that's with Sidus left on the ground? Or are the rest of them in the air? There is a single screecher that's on the ground and the group of birds that are attacking you. Um, and then in the distance, you see the uh, eyeless stalker. But the stalker looks like it's backing down. Yeah, it, it physically moved away from Sidus. It's like writhing. It, whatever Sidus did to it, it did not like. Okay, okay. Um, then yeah, I'm just going to take a, a swing at the uh, little birdies flapping around my head. Oh my god! No, uh, it, it's kind of it kind of looks suspicious now. 
I no, it's I I roll I rolled an advantage because I'm still reckless attacking. I rolled a nat one. Oh, okay. And a four. Oh, sweet. Oh, it went the opposite direction. I was direction. expecting another. Oh. That, was a, that was a nat oh. 20 feel. No. Yeah, you're... I mean, they're they're all over the place diving, harassing you. You try to get a swipe on one, but uh, as soon as you swing your hammer, that fifth wing sticks out, pulling it in a weird direction that your hammer just hits air, slinging it into the ground. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh... That, 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 that's I'm just I'm just a big big hammer guy that's what I do I miss <laughs> who's next <laughs> uh, Barry it is your turn there is another screecher four birds and a backing away spooky horror um, I think Barry since he saw Sidus just fucking wreck house with this guy is going to come to Carl's aid and gonna close that rest of the gap I think it was 30 extra feet point his mouth directly up towards the the things and use his breath his thunder breath weapon which is a 15 foot cone so he's going to angle so it goes right above Carl's head to those I, things I really thought that you misspoke because you said points his mouth, mouth. yes his mouth. Like, what are you talking about why did he <laughs> also is why is there so much thunder damage in this encounter <laughs> bro you said thunder damage and it just stuck no my breath weapon is just naturally thunder and when I was making Barry I went through like four different of the gym dragonborns and it's like you know what I like blue <laughs> so he became a sapphire <laughs> which is thunder damage he got lucky uh, well yep yeah, roll me some uh well no you you roll me a deck save. I'll roll you a deck save Ooh, and you roll me the damn. damage. Damn, oh, that's tell actually... Tell him the DM what to Dude, do. Dude, oh, I want to be like Chase to tell the DM <laughs> what, what to you going to do. Bitch, you roll me. Three more eyeless stalkers up here. <laughs> no, 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 no. We got thunder damage, baby. <laughs> We've broken this. It's episode five. They're now eyeless dragons. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I will speak with them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's, it's a very low save. It's an 11. It doesn't matter. <laughs> They're not very smart. They're, uh, it's, this should be a dexterous. con save. It doesn't matter, though, because they wrote a natural three. So. Oh, it's a con uh, save? So, I assume it's a con save. Is it a... No, it says dex. Oh, either yeah, way, they don't have enough. All right. <laughs> Uh, mm. <laughs> that's 12 are you oh my god are you serious I, okay so I rolled the 2d8 the 2d10 uh, rolled a 2 and a 10 <laughs> uh, what's the what's, what's the radius uh, 15 foot cone that's all of them <laughs> they puff into feathers <laughs> <laughs> Keith is so mad hey, hey Keith hey Keith how, how many are left a screecher. There's one bird, <laughs> one flightless bird left. I want to use my bonus action to command Josh <laughs> no, no. to go bite the screecher. <laughs> it, it works, and the screecher, seeing all of its comrades explode in 12 <laughs> seconds, just screeches loudly and sprints, double sprints, movement, action, bonus. And its next five turns into the sunset. <laughs> does Josh get his attack though? He does. How much damage does he do to this thing? Well, let's see. Okay, it's a bite, so it's a melee plus three. That's a fourteen. Uh, it's it doesn't it hits even if it doesn't it hits. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's not a ton of damage. That's three damage. Uh, he doesn't seem to like really be damaging it, but he grabs just a mouthful of this thing's tail feathers. 
and is drug along behind it for a good like 10 feet before <laughs> he falls off, falls flat to the ground, and you just see he turns around to face you and he just has feathers sticking out of his mouth <laughs> in all directions and like a feather beard. I kind of imagine whenever I do command him to do something, his eyes just roll back and like shine bright red. <laughs> <laughs> So he's just like, it fits the music. Uh, (laughs) I would also like to know if he uh, moves past my threat, my threat area. (laughs) No, he he actually is outside of your threat area. You are engaged with a different group of enemies on the same turn after Barry's ends. uh, The eyeless stalker that was attacking you just shrieking, clawing at its face, jumps back into the mist. Uh, uh, disappears according to your passive perceptions, and uh, you lose track of him. Um, exiting uh, combat for a moment. There's technically still fights going around, but it seems like you have broken uh, what was initially uh, harassing this barricade. Sidus falls backwards, just with the spell book up, and he just. <sighs> Is it over? You're good, buddy. We it- did it. Y'all did it. Good job, guys. No, no. We did it. You kicked some ass today. <laughs> do uh, do I recognize anybody that's kind of in this little area that uh, was fighting? Yeah, you recognize most of the people here. Okay. Uh, I just want to start, not a dead sprint, but like, I want to like baseball jog over there. Yeah, uh, you see uh, Timri the dwarf. Um, he has a heavy crossbow in his hands and he's shooting at uh, kind of some of the stragglers as it looks like you guys along with the people who are defending this area have routed the enemy and are he's just kind of taking pot shots as they run away yeah I just want to keep going and see uh, kind of who the highest ranking person is in this area uh, yeah at the center of the um, kind of towards the center of what they have barricaded you see that Ophir has a uh, staff that she is holding and she's shouting orders to everyone in the area. Director! Director, over here! And I like wave like wave my arms and and I actually want to get on top of try to get on top of Carl's shoulders. <laughs> like, <laughs> just start waving. Oh, so you'll get on his shoulders, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the edge of the barricade, um, Carl, you're there kind of having just been fighting all the dire wolves click you just climb on top of his shoulder so that you can see over the barricade and you wave towards Ophir inside the camp uh, and as she's like pointing orders she like sees you and like you can like see her just like give a like a deep sigh of relief like click your she's like she jogs over like click you're alive yeah we have um we have some survivors here from kind of the middle part of the city and there's a the wall guard they have kind of their own thing on the other side of town but director what what the hell happened here Uh, we're not sure we got word that something big was going to happen and we tried to get as much word out as possible we sent uh hank and his crew to see if we could investigate anything towards the center but uh, he hasn't returned we're Short agents probably only have we're down to 20% of our capacity. Uh, I'm glad you're alive. I was afraid that we'd sent you to your death outside the city. No, we uh, we only got about about halfway and then we heard the the wall guard and their horns and um, Barry here he knew he knew what that that signal meant. so we 
we pretty much sprinted the whole way back. And that's where we uh, we ran into the, the wall guard and then we came here because um, that's... Um, and he kind of like looks around. Uh, director, do you have any um, civilians or family family members of agents here? Is this where... Are they are they safe? Uh, as you're like talking to Ophir, the rest of you can approach the barricade, kind of begin. We'll assume that while you're talking, there's a way into the barricade. You probably want to enter safety. Uh, Sidus, you help uh, the woman civilian kind of carry uh, the man towards the barricade. And as you're helping her, she like... Um, the height, she's human, and you're a halfling, so the height difference is kind of weird. Yeah, I've been picturing that. <laughs> um, but you're you're helping as much as you can, and you see that she, like, looks down at you, and she's like, Thank you. I I, I didn't, I thought we were going to die there. I, you're, you're really something, you know that? Thank you. That That's all I can say. I, I, I hope you understand that our our quest here and what we have and what we can find I think it can answer this I think I think we can fix this there's no point in leaving you back there to die if we can fix this I just feel like whatever you're looking for you, you can find like if you can repel that thing I, I don't I don't know what you couldn't do and you see like as she's looking down at you like you see something that Sidus the professor rarely ever receives which even from like you've always been a young guy teaching students and you've always been looked down on by most of uh, the academic society for being so young you see something that you've rarely seen which is just pure admiration from another person I I grab her hand and just kind of squeeze it lightly and just say "Uh, ma'am thank you for this you you don't know how much I needed something like that now. So I, I thank you. What, what was your name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming, and I still didn't I made eye contact. I made eye contact with you. I was so hoping. Is that another shot? Like, there. <laughs> you have a list. I know you have. a I list. I do, but it's at the top of my fucking page. <laughs> so regardless, I'm gonna have to be quiet and go back up and look at it. I should have went up there before. It's Sandra. And as you guys are kind of shaking hands, you see um, some of the Librians vault the wall, seeing that you guys have an injured person that you're carrying. And they collect him and kind of drag him over the uh, barricade. Uh, Sandra follows them into safety as you meet up with Barry, Click, and Carl at the right outside the barricade. As you guys gather... Uh, with Click, as Click, you're talking to Ophir. You don't need a perception check to feel the ground shake. There's a rhythm as if something harrowing is marching. Is it uh, like... I don't know how you would describe like a good shake. Every fiber in your being is screaming bad shake. <laughs> uh, something deep in your brains are just telling you run. Uh, Barry, you don't know what this is, 
But you've been scouting enough to know that you don't want to be where you are. Uh, Would Barry have any kind of recollection of the shape prior to his village being destroyed? Give me a... uh, I'll I'll say, uh, give me a... I don't want to give you survival every time, but it's what you're good at and it's yeah. what you're doing. So give me a survival check or a nature check, but I'm sure your survival is higher. Much higher. Which, thank God, because that's a four plus seven, 11. Probably still not great. That's not great. Yeah. Um, you don't specifically recognize this shake. You've felt it with an 11. You've felt this shake before but you were wise enough to not stick around to see what was making it. Uh, within 11, you know that this is not a titan. It's not like what, le- what something that was involved in the destruction of your village, but it's something that you know is dangerous. Um, but as you guys are processing this and feeling the shakes, Carl, Sidus, your instincts are telling you to run uh, just as you begin to hear uh, Ophir begin to ignore Click's questions and begin shouting orders. Uh, Over the top of one of the two-story residential buildings, you begin to see something physical moving. I, at at a dead sprint, uh, run and scoop up, like, all three of uh, Sidus, uh, Xandra, and our, our injured friend and just like vault them over the barricade uh, to try to get to safety. Uh, yeah, give me an athletics check. Uh, you're still raging, so you have advantage for now. Gonna be a 23. Easily scoop all of your allies up in your hands, vault the barricade to the relative safety behind. As you peer over the building, you begin to see a hairy, um, ape-like figure uh, walking on, dragging knuckles and feet uh, round the corner and turn to face uh, the defenders of the encampment. From where it enters the cross section, you can now see fully this is a 30 foot tall uh, bear you don't know what this is you have not laid eyes on one of these things but from connecting it to other creatures that you've seen this thing looks to be some kind of large bipedal knuckle dragging uh, super muscular furry uh, monstrosity with uh, dark peering eyes staring at you with large tusk sticking out from its lower lip it reaches out and grabs hold of one of the buildings beside it and you see the mortar and brick crumble under its grip as it guides itself towards the outpost Barry tries his hardest to not shit his pants (laughs) you succeed and <laughs> no con check necessary. My, uh, uh, but from your shoulder, you hear like a. As he shits himself. Josh just lets one loose right off your shoulder. <laughs> Does anybody have prestidigitation? I, I do. I do. I clean it up. <laughs> Thank you.
I pet Josh. It's like it's okay, Bro, buddy. It's you okay. A, do you not bring a bag? <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you, got 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 <laughs> you got a wizard. But as it rounds the corner, you hear in the distance an almost eerily calm melody. Something humanoid that brings just like a tinge of comfort into a dire situation along the chords being played if you listen hard enough you will hear a bow twang as three arrows are shot rapid fire directly into this monstrosity's chest it looks down for a moment confused as the arrows shatter in magical energy causing it to take a step back in a flash of movement you see a large humanoid dash forward at inhuman speeds uh, grabbing the monster by the leg that it took a step back on forcing it off balance you see he grapples the creature with acrobatic movements working his way up to its upper torso until it pulls it out of balance dragging it to the ground uh, with a loud smash as it falls onto its back. In the distance, you see glimmers of bright arcane sorcery that draw your attention as someone in a pointed hat flopped over (laughs) begins to draw bright white arcane circles in the air, reaching her hand back as if to throw something incredibly heavy. You see her step forward like a pitcher on a pitcher's mound and launch her hand, uh, releasing, but you don't see anything thrown. But within a moment, you do see some type of projectile pierce the mist in a wide flying arc that crests at a moment and then rockets down into the chest of the large humanoid furry creature. The impact causes a burst of mist and dust and rubble to erupt from the ground. And as it all settles, you see there is a man, large and full plate metal, pulling a halberd out of the chest of this creature. He kind of steps down unsteadily shaking the gore off of the tip of his spear looks towards the barricade and says uh, you should have called me sooner What's up, everybody? Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode five of Not Another, Not One. Uh, we have hit some bumps in the road, but we're here. So excited for this one. I brought company again. Doing things like this, are it's always better with friends. I got my boy Chase. What up, what up, what up? And I got the lovely Dungeon Master, Keith. Hello. I love yeah. being called lovely. Yeah. Well, you, you are, you are very man. lovely, Keith. Uh, Loved episode five, but Chase, you got some stuff that we need to do. Uh, yeah. So right now, you right listener, this second. at this moment, think of one friend that you have in your contacts. You got them in your brain. 
send them a text saying, hey, check out Not Another Nat One. Because you have a friend, like, assumingly at least one friend. At least one. That would like our show. And it, it, here's the deal. If you don't have a friend, I'll be your friend. And uh, Yeah, we're your friends. We're, we're here for yeah, you. And if you don't have a friend, we have a Discord. Yeah, jump yeah, in the Discord. Of- <laughs> like, like there, there, There's ways to make friends. But if yeah, you've but got yeah. one... Text somebody, tell them, hey, check out Nine of Nat 1. It'll give you something to talk with them about. Y'all can geek out. It's a lot of fun. Um, also, you can find the invite link to our Discord in our link tree, which is also conveniently in our bios on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Instagram at Nine of Nat 1. Twitter at NanoDnd. TikTok at NanoDnd. Uh, we have a Facebook. It's not a whole lot there, but it's there. If you want to tag us, shout us out, talk to people, join us. Yeah, join us. Join us. Keith, you got some good, bad news, I get right? Some updates. I got some, some news. updates. That's a better word. Uh, so the month of June has been pretty busy for everyone. We've been on vacations, kind of been all over the place. So uh, we are going to release a small talk, yep. our first one for you guys to listen to in two weeks uh we won't have an episode for you sorry about that but yeah, this is a little s- bit of a summer vacation yeah it was good for us it was yeah. good for yeah, us. it's, it's, it's like the fourth of july right now and two of us are missing you know we can't, <laughs> yeah. if, we, you, if you're on our instagram you saw that we yeah, had a little mishap it was with a the crisis thing. we'll we got, talk more about it in the small talk in yeah, the future yeah, yeah future a, small talks but we had a lot of fun making the small talk i yeah. think it's a lot of fun to listen to. oh it's so much fun it's um, it's just a talk show about episodes one through five it's a patriot talk show. Yeah. It's a slam <laughs> the on the movie, public yeah. education the movie, the system. Yeah, I forgot about that. It, it, it's yeah. it's wild. It's fun. It's not an episode, but I, y'all are gonna love it. I'm so excited for y'all to hear that. It is a lot of fun. And after this small talk, future small talks will be more specific per episodes and answer your questions uh, that you can tweet at us or post in our Discord. We have a channel for it. Yep. Just another reason to join in the community. There. Absolutely. Uh, Chase, you got some people uh, that you want to shout out? Yeah, let's shout them out real quick. So my friend Zandra has a Twitch stream. Uh, Twitch.tv slash complicated as fuk. That is F-U-K. Uh, a lot of fun, actual like live stream games. And if you're lucky, you'll catch me on one of them here and there. So, you know, I write a lot of the music on the podcast, but if it's not written by me, there's a high chance it's from Tabletop Audio. Uh, I know for a fact that I used uh, Dark Matter, a song from Tabletop Audio in this episode. Got to check them out. Got to throw them in your weekly, monthly, however often you actually get together to play D&D. And if it's not from me, everything else is in the episode description. So go check that out if you want to know where I find my music. Check them out and also check out the SoundCloud link in our link tree to find Alex's original music for this podcast. And I, I say it every day. I promise I'm going to update it. <laughs> it's not updated. I pinky swear one day I'll like, get around to updating the SoundCloud. Actually, that same friend, Zandra, made art for us to use. And I don't yeah. think it's been put up I, yet. I need to update the SoundCloud. I'll do that today. I'll make sure that happens, guys. Go check that out. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again. Uh, like we said, we got small talk coming in two weeks. We got episode six coming in the month. We got a lot of fun stuff. A lot of extra stuff will be thrown out at you. So be listening. And as always, have a good one.
Well, okay, let's okay. get down what to nitty gritty. Okay. I assume this is all going to be cut, but if that's his Christian yeah. name, is there Jesus in the Forgotten Realms? I don't know. <laughs> Any, where are we starting? I don't, I don't know anymore. I just want to, yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it's the get back, it's the sit back down slows. Yeah. 